Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is Lynn and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are. And I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. This is so exciting. This is episode seven. And this next guest, I am so honored to have her because she has so much knowledge. She herself also has experienced, unfortunately, some sexual trauma. But that experience has brought her to being an expert in pelvic wellness. And I am so, so thrilled for you to kind of understand a little bit more about the connection that sexual trauma has on our brain on the function of our body, on our mood, just so many parts. So you've got to tune in. This is Alicia Patterson. I am so, so, so grateful that we have a wonderful guest today who has quite a journey of healing her own trauma and the credentials that she has and in how she is helping other women today is phenomenal. I am so honored to have Alicia Patterson and she has so many, so many <laughs> um, acronyms behind her name. So I'll let her tell a little bit more about them. She has, and she has helped very many people um, in healing their cervix and uterine, um, organ energy medicine, pelvic floor therapy. I could go on and on. And she comes to us from Denver, Colorado. And I want to turn the time over to her. And also when she's done, she'll let you know how you can get in touch with her. Thank you so much, Alicia. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thanks everyone who's listening. So um, I am a somatic counselor, and that just means body-based psychology, body-based counseling. And I'm also a pelvic floor therapist and a massage therapist. So I want to give a little tidbit of my story and why I came into pelvic healing work. Um, You know, I really got into counseling and the whole body-based healing journey because of my own story and a lot of anxiety and just like a a history of feeling and being kind of disconnected. And then it really came to a peak in my early 20s. I experienced a sexual assault and really, you know, at that point I had no tools. I didn't know how to deal with what had happened to me. I kind of shut it away and shut down and kept moving with life. And I, I really disconnected from this part of my body. I wasn't um, experiencing pleasure. I didn't have sex for over a year, just kind of like, you know, off button and reoriented myself toward everything else. And then within a year of that, you know, disconnect and ignoring my body and just kind of 
um, not acknowledging what I had been through, I went to a gynecologist visit and I got my first abnormal pap smear. And I had never had that experience before. And, you know, sexual health and sexual safety was just not really on my radar in the way that it could have been. So, and I didn't know what that meant. You know, she was talking to me about my cervix and the cervix is the bottom of the uterus. It's an organ. It's at the very back of the vaginal canal. And I had no idea what she was talking about. Like, I was like, what? You know, she's talking about a part of me, a very internal, deep part of me. And it was just way over my head. I was like, I don't even, I don't understand what she's talking to me about, but she's telling me I have these abnormal cells and those abnormal cells can turn into cancer. It's very scary. I was young. I was like very young. majorly spooked. And the medical world's way of dealing with these precancer abnormal cells is to remove them or to, there's lots of different ways that they do that, um, but it's a procedure. So I agreed to and elected to have this procedure in a very uninformed way. You know, I didn't ask any questions. I didn't really know what she was talking about. I didn't advocate for myself. And I just kind of, again, I had this procedure and kept moving on with life. And then many years later, I got into my body-based healing journey, which started with yoga and meditation. And then I went into the body-based psychology world, got my master's degree. And like right along that road for me, parallel was waking up my pelvis, like healing my sexuality, healing this part of my body. So I, um, I started realizing that mentally and emotionally, I worked through these experiences. I started talking about it and working with it and journaling and doing all the exercises, all the books, all the stuff. And I finally realized that I had these patterns in my body, not just in my mind and in my emotional world. So I started doing pelvic floor therapy for myself, which is intravaginal, internal work with the muscles that surround the vagina. And I realized within my first couple sessions, oh my gosh, I have scar tissue on my cervix. You know, this procedure I had like 10 years ago, I just let sit and I started to feel it. And I felt like my body was really asking for attention around it. And then I decided that I wanted to add this to my career. And I went in the direction of training and did all, you know, spent a lot of money, did a lot of trainings and did my own process, like right as I was cultivating this new part of my work. So that's my short story. There's of course so much more to all of it, um, but I wanna talk about the nervous system and the nervous system's role in everything that I'm talking about. There are many branches to the nervous system, so I'm not gonna go into like such deep detail. If you don't know anything about the nervous system, it is the major buzzword in the healing and psychology world that's body-based. Our nervous system regulates everything. It's talking to our brain. It's fusing our muscle tissues and our organs. And the cervix, it's proved now by a study that came out, I think, four years ago, that the cervix is innervated. And before that, the talk about the cervix was it's numb, it's uncomfortable, it's this weird thing that you should avoid. And anybody who's ever had a biopsy or a painful gynecologist visit knows that the cervix absolutely does feel 
you know, if we have really deep penetration and there's pain, we feel it. It's not numb. It's not this like awkward thing that we're supposed to be just ignoring. So the nervous system regulation piece that's so important for me and that I love teaching about is that the cervix has multiple sets of nerves. And these nerves go into different parts of our body. The digastric nerve is the digestive nerve. So it goes mostly into our digestive space, all the organs. And our pelvic nerve kind of stays more local to the pelvis. And the most important one is the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is like the trauma nerve because it snakes all the way up through the core and into the brain. So it touches every single vital organ. It goes through the diaphragm. It goes through the vocal cords. So there's a lot of connection between people healing their pelvis and their voice, the vagina and cervix connection, that whole tunnel system looks like the larynx. Like it literally looks exactly like the same tissue that's in the throat and the voice. So I believe that having this procedure really impacted my bodily functions, my digestion, my brain function. The vagus nerve goes all the way up into the brain. And I started healing my pelvis and awakening and working with the scar tissue and opening my cervix power. And I really feel like everything in my body shifted, my digestion, my organ function, my cognitive abilities, my emotional regulation, my ability to regulate my emotions. And this is why I feel like I've worked with a lot of people that have sexual trauma, whether it's child abuse or a rape or an assault, or even just, um, you know, general disconnection and shame about this part of their body, that when they work with healing these tissues, their whole body changes. And this is why I believe that so many people that I've seen, especially if they've had chronic abuse, you know, like people that grew up with consistent um, invasive sexual trauma in their household or in their family or a neighbor or whatever all those stories end up being, they often have severe digestive issues and real trouble with their mood and their like um, regulation of their brain body emotional balance. So these pelvic nerves, these nerves that are in our pelvis are sending messages. Nerves are electricity. Nerves are like the electrical wiring of the body. They're sending electrical messages to the spine, up through the core and into the brain. So I love explaining to people that the sacrum is this amazing area in our lower back and it has all these little holes these like little, um, there's just these tiny little holes and the nerves plug into those holes and then they send messages up our spine and into our brain. So if our body is experiencing something dangerous or fearful or invasive, you know, our body is a little more simple than our mind. Our body's like, I feel pain. I feel fear. I feel tension, inflammation burning, numbness, it sends those messages right into our brain. Okay, fear, 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 inflamed, heat, rage. So all these big emotions usually come out when people do these pelvic healing experiences 
if they've had a traumatic experience, which I definitely went through. I'm talking from my own experience and from working with clients. So there's no judgment in everything I'm talking about. I'm like, I've been there. It's okay. And it, it's so healing and it's so beautiful to go into that space with ourselves. And it's very deep and transformative. It's like the most powerful modality I've ever done. And I've done a lot of different healing modalities. Right. Even just the body work, your massage work is, I mean, there are a lot of modalities with that, but I, I have to say, so I'm a singer, I studied voice and I listening to you talk, I am realizing how much my childhood trauma affected my singing. And thankfully I, I did sing um, because I was able to exercise that space, my vocal cords, and also express emotions through singing. Um, but when I, when I got to a certain point in my healing journey, there was a huge shift in my vocal cords. Mm -hmm. It was, it was like this weight and this opening happened and it had never been there before. And it totally shifted my voice, how it sounded, my, the pliability, my abilities with all the, the tricks that I can do with my, my voice. Mm -hmm. And that is, wow, that's really fascinating. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A lot of people experience changes and I did the tone and the like levels of my voice. My voice got a lot deeper after I did this process. You know, I used to have this like higher, um, just a, a higher pitched voice and a kind of, and it happens with so many studies around sexuality. I remember I read a book and um, a sex educator, female empowerment type figure went to a college class and she started talking to these young women and, you know, they're all pulled up in their body and their pelvis looks kind of frozen and their voices are really high. And she started doing these exercises with them. And as they softened down into this lower part of their body, their voices started to drop. And there's there's these amazing anatomical and energetic and even kind of spiritual connections between this lower part of our body and our voice. And one of the ways that you can regulate the vagus nerve is to sing and to express through, you know, it touches that pathway. It's like a long golden thread that goes all the way down through our body. Mm -hmm. There's many ways to work with it and working with the cervix is one of them, but it's not the only one. Wow. Oh, that is so wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I learned a lot today and I'm, I'm positive that the listeners today have learned a lot as well. And please tell us how can, how can people find you? Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much more to all of this and the next couple topics for the other recordings, I think will kind of balance some of this out for everyone because it's so connected to so many other pieces because that's how our body and our psyche works. Um, so I do a lot around all of this that I'm talking about and my website is probably the best hub for all of my information. It's aliciaandpatterson.com. Um, you can Google Alicia Patterson Colorado and it should come up. And then Facebook, I have lots of videos. I have a Facebook page called Your Inner Power. 
with Alicia Patterson. So, you know, the website and the videos on my Facebook page, I'm also on Instagram. Um, I just encourage people to look at this and be curious about it. And it can be a lot in the beginning. So, you know, start slow, start gentle. It took me years to open up to the idea of healing the inside of my body in this way. And that's great, you know, like we all have to move at the pace that works for us. So my website and Facebook are probably the best ways to find me. You can message me, email me, um, write to me. I love hearing from people and, you know, all the good stuff. I have lots of tools and resources. I just want people to have the information. That's my mission and my prayer in this life is to give women access to this empowerment and education. Oh, phenomenal. And it looks like you have become empowered yourself. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. I feel that way. I feel so clear. You know, I used to not be able to talk about those events without bawling my eyes out. And I feel like I've cleared the charge around all of it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that happened to me. And I don't, I don't feel the the rage, the grief, the guilt, the shame, you know, all the heavy kind of contracted emotions that can show up around trauma. I worked it, but I wasn't always able to talk about it in such a clear way as I do today. So, you know, it was a journey. So um, don't compare, you know, like this is me at a certain point in my journey. And it wasn't always as easy and clear as it is for me right now. Right. Well, thank you. Thanks for being gracious with that. And yes, I will have you again and we'll continue this because this resource is so vital. Um, I, I'm just beginning to learn about it myself. So I really appreciate you taking the time, Alicia. And again, um, you can reach out to Alicia on Facebook or her website, Alicia N as in Nancy patterson.com that's right thank Thank you so much hey are you someone who is extremely kind and trusting and empathic meaning you really look out for other people you want to help them and often at your own expense well you've got to meet my next guest this is episode eight and i'm so excited for you to meet Susie Wu. She's going to help you learn some warning signs, what to watch out for so you do not fall into the trap that she did in a very, very abusive marriage. I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today. And, you know, my guests and I, we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today. And I hope that you've been inspired. Please subscribe and rate and review this podcast. By you doing that, it will get in front of other women who need this message so that they can have more resources to triumph after their trauma. And I invite you also, please come and check out the website, thesexymama.com, where you can get some information about the Identity Project and also upcoming programs and retreats where we can connect as women and thrive, bond together and triumph after trauma. I'll catch you next time.